0: The Paranoid American Homunculus Owner's Manual, Not for the Faint of Heart. Available now from Paranoid American. Get your copy at tjojp.com or paranoidamerican.com today.
1: Howdy and welcome to another episode. Before this episode begins, this one's a banger. This one is a crazy, crazy episode. Me, Roman, and Gabe go deep down some rabbit holes and it all sprouts with the transformers but before we get started i want to give a shout out to the patreon subscribers whenever you subscribe you'll get a shout out at the beginning of the next recorded episode and we have here thomas tom from strange root podcast shout out to him we have roman from rising from the ashes pod shout outs to him we have daniel muñoz shout outs daniel Kyle Ransom Rainey, shout out to Kyle. We have Wayward Intellect, that's Mark from My Family Thinks I'm Crazy. And we have Dr. Kaiju Digit, Anton, shout outs to you guys and thank you for showing some love and support on the Patreon. Make sure to subscribe, www.patreon.com slash the Podcast. On there you'll get an archive of 46 episodes from one of my former projects, The Juan Hour. Episodes will only be found on there. And also you have Patreon exclusives where I'll be posting conversations between between me, myself, and other people of the 101 podcast family, collaborations, Illuminati confirmed exclusives. And I have other things planned as well. The people who sign up for the $5 tier, the aligned one tier, will be getting a couple stickers. I'm waiting to finish up some designs so I can send those out. But shout outs to you guys. And I really appreciate it. And I hope you enjoy this fucking show. So thank you so much. And yeah, let's get to it.
0: The one-on-one podcast with your host, Juan Ayala. Prepare to have your mind blown.
1: And welcome back to another episode of the one-on-one podcast. What the fuck is up, everybody? Make sure to follow the social media at the one-on-one podcast. Make sure to follow the Patreon as well. You're going to get exclusive content on there. www.patreon.com slash The Juan on Juan podcast and today I'm joined by fucking the homie Romy and (laughs) hello you you want me to call you Gabe or Slick Dissident or you can call me Gabe Slick Dissident is my channel name awesome awesome and dude is the craziest shit because me and Roman have been going back and forth just talking you know doing our thing sending each other books and, and little passages from fucking different esoteric shit and the other day I was on the phone with Mark from My Family Thinks I'm Crazy. Shout out to Mark. And I was like, hey, bro, hey. who's that guy you had on with the Baphomet stuff? And he's like, who are you talking about? This so-and-so. And I was like, yeah, I want to have him on, dude. I want to fucking chop it up with that guy and talk fucking <laughs> Baphomet. And then it just so happens to be that Roman's like, hey, can my friend Gabe come on? And I was like, yeah, sure. Like, why not? Whatever. The more the merrier. And here you are. Like the guy was literally talking to to Mark (laughs) on the phone the other day. Like we were going over like different ideas and shit uh, on the phone. And I'm like, hey, bro, who's this guy? He's like, oh, well, it's so-and-so. I was like, well, I want to get him on. And I I never said anything else. And then fucking Roman's like, hey, he's going to come on. And then I saw he sent me a link to your channel. I was like, this is the fucking guy. This is (laughs) it. So here we are. You guys want to plug your shit. Roman, you want to plug your stuff? Uh, We do it in this show. We do it ahead. And then at the end so that way we get you know the listeners you know what i mean so roman yeah go ahead with your stuff not your uh
2: rising from the ashes podcast uh you know ancient histories human origins and um all of the theosophical goodness with a little bit of silly arid uh bubbliness so (laughs) there you go
1: and gabe uh, you got anything you want to plug on you got a, a great youtube channel with great content
3: yeah, thank you, man. Yep, uh, Yeah, my channel is Slick Dissident on YouTube, pretty much. That's uh, my main thing. And uh, I also roll with a couple of homies on uh, Saturday night. I'm with the Weaving Spiders Welcome channel. And uh, we go all night long. We, we bridge that Saturday to Sunday gap. It's like a five-hour open forum convo, uh, oh, all kinds of synchro mysticism. And then I got to drop uh, Chance Garten from the uh, Interverse podcast. He has me on pretty regularly, so I'm all over the place, but Slick Distance my main jam.
1: Yeah, so hopefully I can get you on regularly. I haven't connected with Chance, but I was on that Swapcast we did with Alt Media United. and nice. Awesome. Yeah, send me your links at the end later on so I can plug it in the description. And how we got here, okay? I, I don't want to be like some fucking you know, conspiracy theorist of, of the classical...
0: Illuminati confirmed. But we
1: got to <laughs> make sure that we pay attention... To the symbolism. So the other night I was sitting down with my son. He thinks he's Optimus Prime. Okay. And yes. mm-hmm. Netflix, I just put up Transformers, Revenge of the Fallen. And I'm just sitting there watching it. I'm getting into it. Right. He start, he start, he was into it cause he loves Bumblebee, but then obviously you have the people he's used to the cartoon. So we're just going at it and I'm sitting here and it's like a two, something, a two hour long movie or some shit. Two and a half. Yeah. Two and a half. <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i'm sitting there and i'm going uh, the the entire time i'm like ah! you know the the occult <laughs> symbolism in this shit is fucking bananas so i start putting it together and i hit roman up and i was like hey bro you want to just i know it sounds stupid but you want to fucking talk about transformers and like relate it to the anunnaki and maybe the black knight satellite and maybe nikola tesla and all Man, this it. yeah all this shit bro and then Dude, I, I got some stuff, bro. I got some arithmetic stuff. I got some numerology. I got some symbolism. I got some Anunnaki talk, some Babylon talk. I got a bunch of shit, bro. So but I know that you prepared something, Gabriel. So I'm gonna let you take it from here since you're you're a new guest to the podcast. And
3: oh that's very kind. Well, you know, uh, I actually skipped number two. I've seen it, I saw it back in the day. And so I picked up where I had left off just for to be efficient. And so I actually hit up number three and number f- uh, five, Dark of the Moon mm-hmm. and number five, The Last Night. Um, and I skipped Extinction because I think I had seen that. So I was like filling in my, my gaps in the storyline. So if you want, I'm happy to go last so okay. we can be chronological about it yeah. if you'd like.
1: So I I focused on the 2009, right? Which is Mm -hmm. directed by Michael. Significant. Yeah. So he's kind of a shady figure. I I, I tried digging deeper into him, but I couldn't really find any occult connections as far as I could tell. But he's probably a lizard. 100% a fucking lizard. All these guys are. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I even looked up to see if he was on Jeffrey Epstein's flight log to see if I can find something. The only thing that... I found weird. I didn't look the, the symbol, the symbology behind it was his production company is it was established in November of 2001 and it's called Dune. And I think it was bought by like Paramount or some fucking company. And it's like, I don't know how many billions of dollars, but I couldn't really find anything on him except this one thing that came out in 2020 or 21 where he made, what's her name? The, the actress, shit. Uh, um, Megan Fox. Megan Fox. She was 15 years old, and he made her pose in a bikini and wash a car for the, quote-unquote, audition. So, again, it, the dude's a fucking creep. We, we know this, right? And apparently, he he's a misogynist, so he, he treats women badly. He criticizes them. And then when everybody came out and was trying to attack him... He pretty much called Megan Fox like, oh, you're an idiot. You're a dumbass. And they, they literally call her a dumb bitch. So, again, this guy's a, a, a piece of shit. And coincidentally enough, the movie was this movie, the, the 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 Transformers Revenge of the Fallen, was critically critiqued. They said it was a horrible movie, but then it won all these awards. Like all these fucking awards. It just picked it up and just racked up all these awards. So I'm like, all right, whatever. And I'm watching this movie. And I'm not the biggest Transformers fan, but I am a Shia LaBeouf fan. So I'm looking at it, and the entire time, I'm like, holy shit, this is this is fucking crazy, right? So it starts off with, I'm, I want to get into the mythology a little bit of uh, Transformers in this canon, if you will, right? In this universe, right? And it all has to do with the seven primes. And I'm like, seven primes? Oh, seven. yeah. Seven. Well, I was like, <laughs> I broke down the symbology of seven. And I'm like, the seven primes, the seven gods that decree. I'm like, this the seven gods that decree is the Anunnaki, right? And it's got a lot of stuff. And I want to talk a little bit about the sevens uh symbolism, which is a little weird, right? We we always see we always see seven, seven, and seven is not born of any mother and is a virgin. I was like, okay. And it's also called the number that which bridges completion uh, for uh, for because for a seven-month child is viable. And this is, I'm, I'm taking this information out of the, the Theology of Arithmetic by Imblichus. And seven encompasses the sides. And I don't want to get too much into this because me and Roman are working on something for this. But seven encompasses the sides around the right angle of the archetype, right angled triangle. And that's going that to mm-hmm. do with it. And so check this out. We see seven things, body, distance, shape, size, color, movement, and rest. There are seven movements, up, down, forward, backward, right, left, and circular. Plato composed the soul out of the seven numbers. Everything is fond of the seven. There are seven vowels, seven alterations of voice. There are seven ancient uh, ages uh, that Hippocrates, I I believe, Hippocrates, He's, he's the one that said it. And he compares the human, right? As we age, it's all multiples of seven. Uh, yep. and there are seven celestial spheres, the intervals fall under the hexad, for they are always less than less by a monad. And there are six bases, which the boundaries of the three dimensions of the cube, i.e., <laughs> of corporality. I was like, holy shit! And so, because the perfection of the universe falls under the hexad. The virtue of the creator God is rightly thought to be hexatic. And I don't know why the fuck I highlighted that, but I got one more thing for the seven. It's called the forger number, and it's also called the guardian number, because for not only will there be seven leaders in addition to the number of the guards, but there is also those which guard the universe and keep it in continuous and eternal stability are this many heavenly bodies, right? We have the seven celestial bodies which again uh the Anunnaki talked about all this shit. And so we have the seven primes, right, which are the first cybertronians that created oh the all spark. And I'm like, what the fuck? This is crazy. And they <laughs> formed the dynasty of the primes. And they became the original rulers of their planet the planet cybertron if that's nibiru or whatever i don't know maybe the again these guys are using they know about this fucking symbolism they know about all this shit. so they're putting it like right like the whole star wars franchise it's anunnaki bro it's like the force the good the evil and in this one of their own betrayed the rest of the prime so you have these seven figures and the one, right? The one always breaks away. And he goes, everybody was like, I'm "Hey, wild. yeah, yeah, exactly, right? Fuck the humans. We don't we don't want to help them." <laughs> the other ones are like, "Hey, we're not going to harvest this sun because there's life on this planet." But the that one was like, "Nah, fuck this shit. We want to turn it on either way." Right? We have the all spark. The all spark again, known as the cube. Is a physical object of mysterious origin, and it's a large metallic. Again, the black cube symbolism, the Saturn time cube symbolism. So I'm like, all this shit has to do with it. And even, even Opti- look, even Optimus Prime says, before time began, there was the cube. We not know where it comes from, only that it holds the power to create worlds and fill the, fill them with life. <laughs> that is how our our race was born. So you know how they say that God doesn't even know who God is. Right. The Gnostics Mm -hmm. talked about consciousness coming first to these people. Right. It was and and me and Roman got into the the four symbolism, the uh, symbolism, the Tesseract, the Tetragrammaton. Right. Where it's the creation. Right. Yahweh, the 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 God of of uh, in in Hebrew. Right. Where he created the world through language. And again, maybe it doesn't stick to the script 100 percent, but you can see the similarities there. And like I said, I don't want to be like, hey. Illuminati confirmed, right? I don't want to, who was it that I don't want to copy? I don't want to copy. What's his name? Isaac Weishaupt. You know how he breaks down different movies. He's mm-hmm. like, oh, let's find the symbolism in the Super Bowl, uh, uh halftime game. I don't want to be like that. I'm just, I was just sitting there and the entire time I'm like, holy fuck, this is, this is wild to me. So I <laughs> dug deeper and the whole premise of the movie is we have Sam Witwicky, right? Talking to some other higher entities the primes bring him back to life we have nikola tesla who thought he was talking to aliens that were transmitting shit to him in the movie they bring him back to life and they go you're the one that needs to bring optimus prime back and i'm like the entire time i'm like if these people are so advanced if this race is so like the anunnaki why would they need humans to help them complete their task Right. And that's how we get into the whole uh, story of creation with, with the Anunnaki, how we're uh, a slave race. But with the with the primes, it's not like that. We're like their friends. Right. Like like. they're And again, it's that 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 duality, the duad. We have these two different races, Enki and Enlo, these two different brothers that still yeah. somehow come from Anu. Right. So you have that holy trinity in a way. Right. You don't have the feminine in there, but they they do have a sister. Right. I believe the, the Anunnaki. Mm-hmm. And so. I step even further. I'm like, okay. In the movie, they bring back Megatron from the depths of the sea. I'm like Megatron, Abaddon. I was like, maybe he's the only one that I could see like Tron, Abaddon, Apollyon. I'm like, maybe I'm just thinking too much into it. But Revelation 9-11, they have as king over them, the angel of the abyss. His name in Hebrew is Abaddon and in Greek, he has the, the name Apollyon, which is is again this this he has the key to the abyss and they bring Megatron literally from the bottom of the ocean. He fucking comes up and starts fucking everybody up. So I'm like, OK, Abaddon, you know, I'm I'm, I'm looking into the whole mythology and Abaddon is the arch, the archangel of the abyss. And Abaddon is used with the reference to the bottomless pit and against the realm of the dead. So I'm looking, I'm I'm looking and I'm like, am I reaching? Am I is no, this you're,
3: my conspiratorial you're mind.
1: You know, you know what no, I mean?
3: No, you are you're spot on, you're hitting all the highlights. I got a lot to fill in just on what you just said. I'm so excited. Guys, this is amazing that we're doing this work right now, too. <laughs> this is amazing. Cause I just had a fella blow my mind on number seven last week. Oh, really? A fellow named Mario Garza was dropping mad wisdom on uh, his his channel is Symbolic Studies. Everybody go get you some. They're little, quick bite-sized morsels of just deep, juicy gnosis. Uh, it's real quick, yeah. quick, uh, easy access. But he was telling us about number seven, and and I've been thinking about it ever since. And here we are today, bringing it back to the table with like much depth and wisdom. So, so, so the the first seven primes are one through seventeen. It's two, three, five, seven, eleven, thirteen, and seventeen. Holy shit! And we all know <laughs> about seventeen taking the headlines uh, for quite a few years there.
1: Well, actually, now that you say that, bro, I believe the day that that the movie came out, I think it was on the seventeenth of of, of uh-huh. the seventeenth of something, right? I think I saw that number come up. It's crazy that you say that because I saw that number come up when I was looking into the 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 different numbers and i wanted to bring up the hexad right because it always seems that when we have and the number six being the hexad it, it always seems that whenever we have these entities right we always have one that breaks off and i'm i'm right now on balls deep in the lucifer mystery unveiled right i'm gonna have eddie kano on and mm-hmm. the whole idea of lucifer and satan right it's all misconstrued and you have the 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 one that breaks away from the seven. So I'm like, what is the six symbolize, Right. Because we all know six, six, six. Oh, the fucking number of saying. So the hexad, I looked into it and this is again, Pythagorean thought. And the hexad is the first perfect number. And the Pythagoreans yeah. had perfect numbers, um, how you can divide them and all this shit. So yeah. for it is counted by its own parts as containing a six, a third and a half. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, It arises out of the first even and first odd numbers. Check this out. This is fucking crazy because I just had an art of Baphomet done today. It says here, male and female as a product and by multiplication, hence it is called androgynous. I was like, oh, shit. It is also called marriage in the strict sense that it arises by addition as the Pentad does, but that it does not arise by addition as the Pentad does, but by multiplication. Moreover, it is called marriage because it is equal to its own parts and is the function of marriage to make offspring similar to the parents. So when you divide yeah. three, uh, six by two is three. And and then it also gets into how it has a beginning, middle and an end, right? Because when you divide it, by, uh, six divided by, was it three? It's two, the beginning, two, the middle and mm-hmm. two, the end, right? So it's got like this, I am the Alpha and I am the Omega. And it just so happens to be that Megatron says, I am all that is even, and I'm going to paraphrase it. He he pretty much says, even in death, I am all that stands. Megatron says this shit, but then he's got a higher up. So Mm -hmm. what the fuck did he mean by that? And so let me see here if I have anything else that's worth it. Oh, yes, yes. So again, the Pythagoreans worshipped Numbers. That was their whole thing. They, they were very into numbers and we have six times six is 36. We have six times six equals 216. And on here, it says 36 is circular and 216 is spherical. I just thought that was cool. But after the pentad, they use naturally to praise the number six in the very vivid eulogies concluding from unequivocal, unequivocal evidence that that's a picture of abraxas no that the universe is ensouled and harmonized by it by the number 6 and thanks to it comes by both whole, wholeness and permanence and perfect health as regard as regards both living creatures and plants and their intercourse and increase and beauty and excellence and so on and so forth And I was like, holy shit, this is fucking crazy, right? Because we always, again, and I'm looking at the six symbolism because we have that one prime that broke away and we have the the six that's left. And that's all I got for the six. And I don't want to get, again, I don't want to get too much into the number symbolism because me and Uh Romy are going to be doing some shit on that. So
3: nice. So, well, one thing that, uh, am I able to do a quick screen share? Yeah. So Um, one thing that Mario blessed us up with, Uh, about the number seven um, is he pointed out that the big dipper and the little dipper uh, Ursa major Ursa minor are both seven star constellations making a seven by seven and here I'm going to you
1: just share and I'll add it to the to the stream and then those for those listening check it out it's gonna be on YouTube And I'll be posting clips on the IGs and TikToks and all that goodness.
3: So can you you on the TikTok
1: one? Yeah, I'm on the TikTok, bro. You guys see this? Nice. Hold on. Did you click at the bottom share screen? I tried to.
3: Yeah, I think I did. Uh,
1: Because it'll pop up for me, and then it'll
3: let me. Oh, the stream. Is that up yet?
1: Oh, that's fucking weird. Uh, let's see here.
3: Hmm. Let me see. They know, bro.
1: They fucking know. That's why.
3: We we'll try again here.
1: <laughs> you have it set to where you share, and then it'll pop it up at the bottom like it's out of the studio, and then I'll add it in. You have the little share button at the bottom.
3: Yeah. It's uh. Oh, there, there it was. I don't know. You see. guys see that?
1: No, I don't see it. What the fuck? Let me check.
2: Oh, something's happening.
1: Yeah, try now. Fuck. It's the Archons, bro.
3: Let's see. Entire screen share. Here we go. There you go. go. There, there it is. Go. Yeah. All right. Let's fuck that. So big up to our boy, Mario Garza, for dropping this on us each of the big dippers are seven stars apiece and they make uh the shape of sevens mm-hmm. you see these these uh these little doohickeys these you no know. wow <laughs> these two items are called an ads tool an ads tool they are egyptian tools used for embalming interesting These are embalming implements and Mm -hmm. um, they rotate around the uh, North star. They're incredibly proximal. You can see the North star here on the handle, right? Mm -hmm. And the North star is the star that is resting. It does not move and it's at the tippy tip of a tunnel, a rotating tunnel. And so it's incredibly sacred. Um, But what this, uh, meant for me when he blessed me with this little information when he put this in my heavens i realized that this is further confirmation for uh electric universe emmanuel velikovsky cosmology are you guys familiar with that Mm -hmm. that concept Mm -hmm. yes indeed yeah so um at the north pole in this cosmology saturn was once stationary at the north pole In Saturn, I've corresponded directly with Anubis. And so here we have the Mm. God of that underworld that we're talking about. Right.
2: And he would have those crook. He would have those, uh, those crooks, those ads,
3: the ads tools
1: that, that doesn't. Cause I really, I relate Saturn to Kronos, which is right. Uh, Kronos. And then there's, which is the other one, Kronos and, uh, uh, Kronos.
3: And Zeus? Which is the
1: one that eats it's, his kids? Is that...
3: You know, Kronos. You got it.
1: Yeah, but there's one more. There's one more that I related to, which I forgot.
3: Uranus it- before that?
1: No. Fuck,
3: man. I mean,
1: look it up here. But I relate that because yeah. it's the seventh planet from the sun, right? Or, or the sixth planet from the sun. You have the hexagon at the top of it, which if you connect the lines in a hexagon, it forms a cube. So we have... Yep. The sixth planet from the sun, Saturn day, which is the sixth Mm -hmm. day of the week. Sixth planet from the Mm -hmm. sun. You got the 666. And then you have the cube symbolism on the top north pole of Saturn. And I don't know if you've heard the sounds coming from Saturn, but they're fucking horrible. And the whole thing is that Saturn is using its rings to transmit, right, and keep us in this false reality. To Because cymatics, right? What is cymatics? It's the use of sound to affect matter and i've uh, the saturn time cube simulation with that that I've, I've broken down with nick hinton before it's got to do with that how chronos saturn the, this the you know the father time is the demiurge and we have Yaldabaoth, which is the gnostic demiurge uh he he talks about uh, he's the one that created this false reality and then we have sophia so on and so forth but that due to these frequencies that are coming in they're suppressing human consciousness so we're not able to for that ascension right we're not able to break through those dimensions and the gnostics believe that every celestial body was its own dimension they they every celestial planet that they could see the seven celestial bodies was a different demon to them and in order to have power over a demon you need to know its name so through gnosis yeah. you're able to learn these demons names now what i love about the gnostics is and and, the, and their cosmology is that Right. We have all the different. uh, Right. We have Dante's Inferno. Right. Where it's all you know, you have gluttony. Right. The seven deadly sins. Again, back to the number seven. And what and these every single different emotion is a different demon. And when through your journey, right through your gnosis, if you are overcome by lust or by greed or by gluttony or by whatever, that demon is overcoming you and you're shot right back down right through the ouroboros for another reincarnation and you're trapped we're trapped in this reality and we're not able to go up into the upper eons and break through to that next image. the upper eons being the watery light right the the bridal chamber of the the gnostic christ right the you have the gnostics talked about how consciousness came before anything else right you have a thought then you have a thought thinking and then Christos is a thought of its a, a thought thinking of itself thinking right so you have that holy trinity in the gnostic cosmology and we all know what happens when you go against the mainstream narrative you're fucking killed hence why first second century third century they wiped out all of the gnostics because again this is all heresy this is all very heretical and against the mainstream narrative of the church at the time but back to the whole these planets being right. We don't know if when we cross over an orbit, if we aren't going into another dimension, we're never going to be able to prove that if, if space is even real, right? Because that's mm-hmm. a whole nother thing. So <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole other thing. But uh, uh, you have Pythagoras, which talked about the music of spheres. You have Plato that introduced the idea of, again, the rings uh, emanationism, where the one is at the center and and he emanates reality out from the center emanationism and you have the con- the concentric circles again Dante's the infernos uh model of hell is what the nine layers i believe is nine layers of hell again the 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 cross section of an onion and it, again it's very interesting because all these guys were talking about this shit and they were so ahead of their time and here we are in the year 2022 talking about the same exact shit that they were talking about in the year 300 and 400.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Kronos has done his job of, um, you know, separating the, uh, the, the golden age, the alignment of the, cause I, I really do dig the Saturnian cosmology. Like Mm -hmm. I, I, there's something about it that rings like, yeah, you know, there, there was alignment. There was a different atmospherical, you know, magnetic, connection between this unity of the planets and um you know there's all these stories in the mythos about gods that relate to the different planets and i think when you start to really break that down and understand that 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 these planets are not just you know they're not just our neighbors they actually play a part on our home like they have you know you have a cranky neighbor who's trying to control you who is watching you while you leave the house you know like Mm -hmm. and so um the, the whole concept that 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 this um this cymatic frequencies coming and even portraying a concept of a linear time at all keeping a certain vibration going and then that Saturn could very well still be in charge of Earth because then the Saturnian cosmology Saturn was our sun it yeah. was the sun and it gave birth to our current sun so it's like it's still our, it's like it's the grandpa who like you can't father like who. Yep. Other yeah. Time. Yep.
1: And and the so to clarify what I was talking about earlier was so the Roman equivalent to Kronos is Saturn. So yes. And then obviously we have Zeus that overtakes uh Kronos and Kronos being the Greek version of that, right? Because all throughout all history it's just regurgitated shit. It's 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 a big game of 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 telephone and they omit or change different little details, and that's how we get the mythology today of Christianity and you have Catholicism and you have mm. Judaism and you have all these different ones.
2: Let me touch in on this real quick. This is a random offshoot, but I, I want to see if you boys can help me with a little thought think tank here. Uh, so thinking about the order of this cosmology and the time of the, you know, antediluvian uh, age with Atlantis, right? The the ruler was uh, Neptune um, which was like the poseidon Neptune, right? They, mm-hmm. They're all that correspondence. It, due to and looking at the cosmology afterwards is when Saturn might have been a bigger play, and that's when like this whole like golden age had gotten ed- erupted, and these cataclysms may have taken place. Um, and Velikovsky talks about Saturn bringing the waters from Saturn onto Earth and transmuting water from each planet to the other and i'm wondering if that you know he's like that's his version of the flood that's velikoski's version of the flood is the waters rained from saturn and they came from saturn which would then sink atlantis or you know put these like these Mm -hmm. these um, island chains continents underwater and i'm like what like what was neptune like what's the what's the relation between you know earth and and neptune does anyone know oh yeah
3: oh yeah so uh saturn was at the top i actually think that uh i could add uh uranus above saturn but we would never have seen it and that is incredibly uh true to the nature of uranus the character because he has the invisibility invisibility helmet so he's has he disappears behind saturn and then under saturn was mars then was earth and under earth was neptune and so this and so all the waters washing over us mm, would have washed shit. down off of us and then landed on Neptune. So Neptune to being, cover Atlantis. Ah, ah, holy shit! So yes. <laughs> So the fall of Atlantis is literal because it goes from Saturn. Why it uh, erodes Mars, lands on us, and splashes down onto Neptune, and then we go into a uh, heliocentric net. The the oh. plane net, the net What the fuck? planets, we get caught up in it. <laughs> and so this is the original ones and zeros. When we were in a column, we were the one. And when we went into the heliosphere, it all had the deluge and the fallout. And that was the zero. We went into the poles and holes.
1: What the fuck, <laughs> oh, dude. Shit. So check this out. So y- you mentioned Atlantis, Romy, and we all know that Plato, introduced that idea but he got it from his uncle solon and solon got it from the egyptians i'd be i'd be interested to see who the the equivalent of the the poseidon or neptune deity is to the egyptians because all roads literally lead back to egypt the e i've Mm -hmm. i've labeled a an episode before i i said the egyptians the trolls of the ancient world because that's what the exactly what they did they trolled the romans right they 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 came out and they were like how the fuck did you guys build this and they're like we're gonna show you how to do it it was the wrong way to do it so that's why Ah. they took all these things from them right and we don't in, in actuality we don't know what happened to the mayans we don't know what happened to the egyptians we don't know what happened to a lot of these different civilizations around the world like the people who overthrew the Egyptians, mind you, one of the greatest civilizations that there ever was, the Hyksos. Who the fuck are the C- Hyksos? Google them. A nomadic group. What the fuck? Like yeah. So so, yes. just some randoms came out and they just what they 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 took over this yeah. Well, some you know it got the combobulated in there and they just you know. They did their thing and they took over. I'm like, what? That makes no fucking sense to me, you know?
3: So so the Hyksos were the first Exodus. Mm.
1: The Hyksos
3: and then the Hyksodos. Exodus is the second Hyksos.
2: Hyksodos, Exodus. And they overlap oh, the
3: two oh, stories. Oh, shit. And the H is silent, yeah. Oh. So Exodus is the
0: second.
3: Yeah. Ah. So the Hyksos, the Hyksos exodus, this is far out stuff, guys. It is so far out. So it had a Moses character, an an archetypal Moses. I can't even pronounce his name. It's like really a crazy name, but he had 80,000 lepers. They called them lepers and they called them that because they were ideologically untouchable. The unclean, they were filthy with exiles. Yeah, exiles, because they were actually uh, their leader, their Moses in that in that time. He gave them permission to eat goat and that and sacred animals. And because they were eating sacred animals, uh, they were the Egyptians were like, don't get away from us. We don't even want you around us. So they cast them out. So the 80,000 Hyksos in the original Exodus I hate to say it, y'all. This is like a rabbit hole we didn't even sign up for, but that happened in the Americas. (laughs) Oh, shit. No. The OG, the original exodus happened in California in the Three Sisters Mountains, which are walled off. Nobody will ever be able to go there to confirm the topography. That's the original exodus story. And that's why it took them 40 years wandering through the wilderness is because they were wandering across the United States.
1: Oh, Mm -hmm. shit.
2: the desert there that middle america that flat land of nothingness which could be because i've me and dan have gone about this on the show like Mm -hmm. we we had somebody say that like what if you know the middle east was actually in america at one point and like minds melted like not even ever considered (laughs) it but then thought about it and was like i mean absolutely it could fucking be true granted you know i mean let's be honest the middle east and that Area over there, the desert is way more prevalent. But the shifting sands and the shifting lands is yeah. more like there's more shift and trans. Uh, trans mm, there's a lot of trans words. Uh, I don't know which one to use for that. But the um, but here we have the open desert. But it's like it's more stationary. It's not so you know, high vibrational movement on, on the sense of like tra- these the, the transforming sands. It, it's such a crazy thing to think about. But, you know, my intuition reads a little true on it. Like there's way more, obviously, to these American lands, quote unquote. I don't even like that word. It makes me want mm-hmm. to rinse my mouth out with bleach. And I want to say one more thing real quick. Uh, you know, t- going back to what Juan was saying earlier, it's like, Who are these? There's so many civilizations been wiped out. That's the whole Tartaria thing. Mm -hmm. Tartaria wasn't even that necessary. It's not even that hard to find. Like you can go look at old atlases at old books and you will find, you know, the word Tartary, it's the East, it's Asia. It's, it's the non-monotheistic version, you know, of the old world. And, you know, they're disgusting lepers, the mind of this sort, you know, Mm -hmm. and, uh, but the ones we will know about are all of the ones of the occult, of the Western ways now, right? You have Egypt, who the occult, like Aleister Crowley, and all, they were obsessed with Egypt. So you'll know about Egypt. You'll, you'll Tesla was obsessed with Greece. Exactly, you know, and it's like, it's, but all these other ones, unless it was like occult-driven or occult-like centralized, we will not hear about it today. And they they basically, if they don't have a uh, uh, reason to fit the paradigm of the new world secular order, then, yeah. you know, they can just be, be gone. There's no yeah. reason for it
3: so in ordinal in ordinal gamatria guess what the three sevens in ordinal reduced gamatria guess what the three sevens spell i know what g the... g y p egypt oh g y p there's your three sevens oh shit <laughs>
1: yeah i know what the three sixes equals and and that's supposedly Right. It's mm-hmm. got to do with Nero Kizemar, which is the the, the, the notorious, right? The mm-hmm. evil, what do they call it? The, the in revelations. What the fuck does he call them? The seven, the seven heads of the, of the
3: whore of Babylon. Of the,
1: yeah. All this shit. Right. And it was the mm-hmm. seven different emperors that were ruling at the time. So it's actually talking about, again, that's what they said about Dante's Inferno that it was a picture of the political times at at his time right because again he was speaking heretical shit and john in the book of revelation was also talking about the political point in time that he was at but again i think it's all bullshit at the end of the day because we truly won't ever know and it goes back to sumer right we have the epic of gilgamesh and what you i wanted to touch on what you were talking about because I brought brought this up before where I go, the Fertile Crescent, right, where humanity started. I said, what the fuck was going on in the Americas? What the fuck was going on over there? There was no people whatsoever. Nobody. Nobody (laughs) whatsoever (laughs) over there. And it all started here. And again, I'm not trying to be racist or anything like that because you can interpret that in a certain way. Oh, well, the true people of God are. No, I'm not being a Zionist or anything like that. I'm just stating from, again the 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 craziness that goes on in my head about what was going we don't know we won't ever know and i get into mm-hmm. constant my brother-in-law is very religious and we get into constant arguments about right what is what is right and what is wrong and what is real and what is not and i go bro at the end of the day right it's very convenient for and i was raised i was born and raised pentecostal christian so i was indoctrinated from a very early age to believe all this shit right and And I I awoke later on in my life to this stuff. And when I would bring it up to the people who were in the church that I knew about, they'd be like, yeah, no, ignore that. Ignore the Gnostic text. Ignore the Nag Hammadi library. Ignore the Dead Sea Scrolls. Ignore all that. And I go, but why? Because it paints a different picture
3: completely
0: from
1: the mainstream narrative. The fucking Gospel of Judas? He was the good guy in that fucking story. He was the good guy. And we know him to be the guy who fucking turned Jesus in. But then, no, no, ignore, my, Uh, uh, not, not to call my mom out, but she was like, yeah, I was like, hey, mom, why was the God of the Old Testament, right, Yahweh, this jealous and righteous God, why was he like that in the Old Testament? And then in, in the New Testament, it's like, hey, I'm back right back again and and i'm a good guy she's like yeah no just ignore the old testament i go wait a minute wait a fucking minute how am i
3: it's part of the bible bro it's the canon you know what i mean i got i got some head splitting for everybody right here do it so uh sigmund freud i'm i'm with sigmund freud on why why the old testament is so harsh the new testament's like nah peace of love y'all sigmund freud believes the yahweh of the old testament was a god of the volcano it was vulcan
1: sacrifice your children fire kill let's fucking get it over with right moloch right the canaanite fucking god that they would put the little babies into an oven come on right
3: pillars of light pillars of smoke moses goes up and he forges he forges stone sacred stone tablets with with the message comes down and the israelites are getting down with the golden calf all of this is alchemical the golden calf is the sun the stone is the moon Mm -hmm. so you have a solar calendar versus a lunar calendar and then he breaks it Mm -hmm. and he has to go reforge it over again the and this is absolutely this is this changes your worldview in so many ways so the old testament god was vulcan uh the god of the smith or the forge and so now agent smith takes on a whole new meaning oh, like oh shit bro Nebuchadnezzar,
1: every, Morpheus
3: the trinity neo what the fuck bro and the whole t- the whole thing trinity becomes,
2: yeah yeah exactly. yes
3: the whole thing of the old testament is uh it's alchemical you know the um this is one of my favorite facts the nakash is the hebrew word for snake in uh in Indie or hebrew or mm-hmm. i'm sorry in hindu language it's nagas the nagas
1: mm-hmm, the nagas people the serpents
3: yeah so be as wise this. as a serpent yeah and here it is this is this mm-hmm. is the jewel this is the the crowning jewel nagas or nakash is the alchemical holy trinity na is salt hg is mercury s is sulfur the philosopher's stone bro The serpent, being wise as the serpent, is to know this trinity. The snake has a head. It has a middle, a bonding, a bonding agent, the mercury. And it has a tail, the sulfur that you need to cast out. The whole That's why Moses turned
1: the staff into a snake, bro. Boom, he was a fucking alchemist. He was fucking Harry Potter. He was Gandalf, right? Whatever the fuck his name is.
3: Yes, so alchemy is, the, is the, uh, the crowning accomplishment of the Old Testament, and it is the hidden message behind it all. And the New Testament is, is, is equally sacred because it gives us the navigation for the, for the waters of law. It teaches us the words, those red words are the way to navigate in law. And if you stay in his words, they can't touch you, you walk on water.
1: So I didn't want to bring this up but
3: holy mm-hmm. fuck
1: I'm reading the initiates of fire of fire is it the the, the initiate of the flame I'm sorry by Manly P Hall. Yeah. The philosopher stone. This is the true stone of the philosopher which gives him power over all created things. This stone is himself. The experience of his evolution have cut and polished the rough stone in the initiate, it reflects the light of creation from a thousand different facets. What Whoa. the fuck? And what's what are the chances that I'm literally reading this book right now and you fucking bring that up? And then I wanted to I wanted to dive into the <laughs> shit a little bit more, Gabe. And I wanted to get yeah. you mentioned Moses and the Ten Commandments, right?
3: Well, I want to. I want you say you got that like that verse you just read. You got that like pulled up right now,
1: bro. I'm literally reading the book because I'm doing an episode on it tomorrow. The Philosopher's Stone.
3: Okay. Okay, I'm just gonna put a footnote so you can like put on some new decoder glasses. I think he's talking about circumcision.
1: <laughs> Is that why they 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 practice that? Is that why it's like part of like the whole religion? A whole a whole fucking religion that does that?
3: Yeah, and that's a big part of my presentation on the uh trans for Mars. Wow.
2: Oh, let's get back into the... Tra- let's do it. Let's get back I, into I'm the touch. I, I want to
1: get Gabe's thing on one thing, bro. I, yeah, and, yeah. And, and, and it might go yes, off the yeah. rails. But you mentioned Moses, the Ten mm. Commandments. Mm. Can you talk about what the fuck this entity, El, Yahweh, Vishnu, Krishna, Krishna whoever the fuck you want to name him, told him when Moses said, who do I said that sent me and he says tell them i am that i am what the fuck did he mean by that
3: that is uh still the mystery of today people are uh we're dealing with this when we when we point out the fact that science does not have a definition for consciousness what is consciousness we're still there's still there's not a set definition you're still floundering on that and then you're going to go trust them to put some shit in your ass <laughs> right now uh-uh. so the i the i am that i am is the uh the the awareness the 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 fact that we're conscious it's also the uh the fluid in the spinal cord um i forget what that is the, the yeah. name of
1: that's I know what you're talking about the 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 milky white substance or whatever the fuck the the river yes. of Jordan right the waters that flow the 33 vertebrae the 33 years of God we have the front sinus mm-hmm. which yes. is, is is the bone which which the seat of the divine in man right we have the 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 if you break down the the brain right you have the the I did an episode on this but anyways yeah go ahead I'm sorry.
3: <laughs> yeah, you got it. That is. That's the that's the, the, the fact that we are self-aware. We know that we are. And, uh, and there is an ebb and a flow. And, you know, when this moon, this moon that's coming right now, it's hitting everybody hard um, yeah. in a major way. And it's no mistake that that moon is happening, that this is the moon that you put the seeds in the ground. This is going to be the moon uh, that the Super Bowl happens. This is the moon that St. Valentine's Day is on. This is the this is a big moon, and we got the Olympics kicking off. This is a real big moon that's happening right now, and the effects of that moon are uh, po- pushing and pulling with the uh, the cook and the flail on the old Ian for all of it. and
1: <laughs> oh, okay. I want to add one more thing before we move on, and it's about the sacrum bone. Right, this bone mm. forms the base of the spinal column, and is also the Oof. spear of the passion through it. through it and the formana which pierce it past the roots of the spinal nerve which indeed are the roots of the tree of life right there baby look at that (laughs) it is the center through which are nourished uh, through through which are nourished and fed the lower vertebrae of the spine and the sacrum and the coccygeal bones that dig the graves for so this really he's talking about the 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 grave digger spade and i don't want to get into that because that's uh for tomorrow. But yes, I am okay. reading that shit and it is fucking fascinating.
3: So, so I've got sorry. some visuals to pull up. Then and we'll...
2: also real quick on a yogi sense.
3: Yeah.
2: I'm sorry, I think I'm I think I lagged super hard there. Uh my bad. The <laughs> the yogi with the sack does that to me at times. The sack. <laughs> What'd you oh, say? Yeah, about? I was I was going to say, it's just, uh, it's, you know, the tree of life. Uh, uh, Am I lagging still? Can you guys hear me? You're good now. Yeah, you're good. Oh, okay. Uh, I am a, I'm a yogi. I go, I do a lot of yoga and it changed my life. Absolutely transformed my physical body and then my, my mental body as well. And obviously, you know, everything that's encompassing that and, Um, it's incredibly important to also yet again, seven, seven chakras, let us not forget. Um, you know, it's very important, but anyways, I just want to let everybody know that when you are, you know, meditating or you're, you're appreciating your body and connecting your body to the earth to get a lot of these downloads and answers and to truly flow and let be, um, the sacral chakra and the sacral bone is incredibly, uh, important to visualize roots tangling down and interconnecting to the center of the earth. That's what a lot of, um, meditated teachers will, will tell you to, to visualize your root chakra stemming down into the center and that you're, it's, it's your, it's your connection cord, your grounding cord. And I just want to let everybody know, you know, that with all the things going on and all of the, the craziness, you know, just to, to, and especially with this full moon and this transformative time, uh, to, to remember your roots connecting to the center of the earth through your sacral bone, your sacral chakra, and never forget, we're all connected. It's connected. And I just had to say that because yep. it's important.
1: Felt that in there my gooch. Mean. Nice. Appreciate that. Yep.
3: It's the, that's putting the sake in the sacral. Yeah. Oh, For heaven's yes. sake. Yeah. <laughs> Sacrifice. So uh, I'm going to try and do a quick share and uh, oh, before I do, you mentioned Dante. I just got to drop this on everybody's <laughs> brain real quick. Dante's got the Holy Trinity in there. It's got the uh, the three main chapters, uh, Inferno, Purgatorio, and mm-hmm. Paradiso. Mm-hmm. That is the recipe for DMT. Dante wow. is the the
0: dmt what the fuck
1: yeah bro <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> dropping that fucking fire dropping the hammer on these fools bro yeah
3: yeah, yeah you if man. you read that book and you got a and you got half a clue what dmt is all about you you start to realize real quick there's nothing new under the sun in the context of what old uh dante was bringing there old mr allegory uh so yeah, inferno is the cooking that's the preparation. That's the bruja with the cauldron, getting it ready. Or if you even with the frog, it it computes because you're cooking it. You're lighting it up. Yeah. And then it goes mm-hmm. into your your hearth. You take it in into the hearth and it gets cooked in the digestion. Then you got purgatorial. And that is you it comes out your mouth. You're either throwing up or you're breathing out the smoke. And it comes out the southern, comes yes. out of the southern gates too. Yep. You got to have that diaper ready to go. You got to have your bruja ready to clean up. <laughs> and then the final chapter is paradiso and that's where you take off up to that the seventh level yeah. of heaven. And the most amazing part about all of that, uh, those ingredients, is um, those worker elves. In Dante, he is watching souls toiling in the background.
1: Yeah, that and means- he. Talking about the 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 mechanical elves, is that what you're talking about? Like in DMT, the 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 realm.
3: Yeah. Yes, in DMT, they often uh, give those accounts of people in the background busy doing something, and it, and you have to learn a certain language, and you got your spirit guide with you. That's Virgil, that's Virgil, that's Morpheus, that's your spirit guide taking you on the on the path. Oh, that's, that's your right. kung fu master. Holy <laughs> shit, yogi. dude!
1: That that reminds me, and oh, fuck, you know. God damn. Uh, Tesla talked about automata, right? How, how he was like some fucking robot with like the only thing that changed with sense is we have Rene Descartes, right? In his dreams, right? Uh, he was looking down at a town square and he's like, are those people even real, right? We have some people put in this realm that are fucking <laughs> garden gnomes, right? They're just NPCs for texture, how Sam, Sam Tripley put it. Shout out to Sam Tripley. And yeah. so. Right, we have these people in here, right, that we don't know if they're real. There, there is the the thought that, right, René Descartes' his whole thing was, I think, therefore I am. But how can you prove I'm thinking? How can I prove that you're thinking? Right, you're part of my unreality, and vice versa. So we can't prove that we're fucking real to each other. So is any of this shit even fucking real? <laughs> you know what I
3: mean?
0: What the fuck? Illuminati <laughs> confirmed.
3: Yeah, man. <laughs> Finding a couple brothers like you sure gives me hope, you know, <laughs> when there's people out there with like getting exactly. their head right. Yeah. You were going to
1: share something on the screen, Gabe? Yeah. So we can get back on. Holy fuck. This, yeah. cra- this episode it's is, a- we started Transformers, got into Egyptology, got into fucking
3: mythology. God damn. Yeah, man. Ah, so this hey! Will help-
2: hey, the name sets it off, man. You get, you got it. <laughs> That's
3: right. So here I'll, uh, I'm going to get us back on track with Is that working?
1: Uh do whatever you did last time cuz it worked. Let's see. God. Uh, yeah, make sure to check me out on Sam Tripley's Only Conspiracies I did last week. Chopped it up with Sam, we got into some simulacra talk, some Pythagorean talk, some the nature of reality talk right and i fucking blew sam's mind so
3: nice is this good joy, you, joy. Guys see you guys seeing this yet
1: no what'd you do last time it, it, it came mm. up how it was supposed to and i added to the stream there it goes there it goes there it goes right there There.
3: sweet all right so i pulled up all the dates all the birthdays for all the transformers <laughs> And guess what? They're all cancer. Holy
0: except
3: shit. except for the last one. Bumblebee is a Capricorn. He's cast out. He's the he's the capital riot. He's the he's the cabra, the unwanted goat.
1: Yeah, but he's the he's like the he's he's a character that was like at, so you look at the mythology and you break it down and it's like Bumblebee. And I'm like, who the fuck's Bumblebee? He's just put there just because. But I didn't even know they had birthdays. What
3: the fuck? So these are, yep, so you got, uh, you know, uh, July 3rd, June 24th, June 29th, June 27th. They're actually, uh, <laughs> they're all like within a week of each other Of on the first, uh, what is that, five, the first five. And so that is a cancer, which is incredibly appropriate because uh, cancer is the sign for the chariot card. And here at the top, I've got mm-hmm. this chariot card. Down here, this is uh, this is the Thoth chariot. And uh, what is the whole fucking Transformers movie about? Is fucking cars. It's about vehicles. More than meets the eye. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yep.
2: There's that one scene too where he, um, one of the major Decepticons, goes to the Lincoln Memorial, rips Lincoln out of his seat, and sits in Lincoln's throne. throne.
3: (laughs) And so you guys see this figure eight right here. Mm -hmm. so the throne of this figure eight would be right here in the middle at the very tippy top where my mouse is and wouldn't you know that's where the chariot card sits and so uh there's a lot of symbology on um in this thoth deck I'm, i'm just gonna call out up here real quick on this old i don't even know the name of this deck but you guys see the six to the nine that's the cancer sign that that, yes. six, that six and that nine. Can you zoom in a little
1: bit, Gabe? Because it's kind of small on my screen.
3: Uh,
1: I think it's uh no. control and then you put your cursor about uh little ball. Let's
3: see.
2: Also, it, oh, it, nice. If you, I mean, wonder uh, if uh you could just yeah. kind of tell the people who mm-hmm. are listening on one side um yeah. who may or may not know about your tarot territory and like just a oh, i mean yeah. not a completely segue but because this yeah, is yeah. a lot of this is what you do but they might not know exactly what tarot tories is you know
3: yeah that's a that is i'll try to be real brief um so i've uh taken the zodiac and uh f- fulfilled all of the stations of the zodiac with the tarot cards of the major arcana And when you do that, um, you get a lot more substance uh, per station. And then I've taken all of that information and superimposed it onto a map of the United States (laughs) using the uh, 37th parallel, uh, the Mason-Dixon line, as my uh, spring equinox and fall equinox division point. And when you do that, the next thing you know, you're looking at all of the, uh, all of the sports teams, you're looking at all the logos, you're looking at the flags of every state and it fits perfectly. It's a master decipher decoder ring for all of the signs and symbols in our lives. And that's a big thing for me is, um, increasing symbolic literacy. And, uh, So symbols that's what I
1: are the language to the soul. You
3: got it, brother. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of, that's a real brief, just scratching the surface because that. Thank you. Yeah, man, that research, that research is the gift that keeps on giving. I'll never be done bringing all that forward. Um, So, uh, so right here, you got the cancer sign, the six and the nine, which is funny enough, that's the big dipper and the little dipper spinning around each other that we were talking about earlier, right? and that is located up here in that northern hemisphere at the tippy top crown of the eight I, this is the Ak. Ak means eight and alt means high this is the occult this is the high oh, eight shit. in the heavens it's called the analima and uh just am uh, just being very uh surface level but I just wanted to point out that all of the Transformers up until Bumblebee, all the first five, which is a pentagram, pentagon, your penta. The symbol of man. The pentad is the symbol of man. Yep. So those first five, they're all, uh, uh, cancer, which is the chariot card, which has been very, uh, central, (laughs) a central theme to my research. And then you guys know what this is, right? These spinning, uh, the North Star the North makes Star. this, yeah, makes this symbol. So you see these wheels on the chariot card. You see the spiral oh, in the my
2: goodness.
3: belly of the chariot character. You see the cancer on top. And I've got some real <laughs> advanced stuff, and I, I guess I kind of got to bring you guys into the into the fray here. Uh, I've got some really advanced. It looks like studies. a
2: ripple on the water. You throw like. A...
3: Yes. Yes. Totally. So like you
2: touch this, you touch the
3: mercury mirror and it's like, well, I don't have anyone. Totally. You got it. So something that is coming up in my research right now that is really intense. And it's just blowing my mind that you guys invited me to do this research because it jumped right out of the transformers. <laughs> it, it started just dominating all the sim- symbols in my, uh, in my perspective is uh, the mother of the Sphinx. Let me pull this in. You notice that the Sphinx are down below, right? These hybrid chimera mm-hmm. animals. Mm-hmm. They're all underneath mm-hmm. this uh, this person who's in a knight's suit of armor, which is a theme definitely for all of the uh, Transformers. Oh,
0: fuck, bro. Yeah. Full metal alchemist, bro.
3: Yes. Oh, shit. I think that these Sphinx are being born out of the character who is hidden behind the armor here. And uh, I don't want to give too much away, but uh, oh my God. I'm, I'm just going to say this, because I'm sitting on some stuff I want to surprise some other fellas with. But I think the character inside this armor, inside the armor, I think it is a she- We won't tell. I think, oh, look at that a honking. Sh- a she-viper?
1: fuck <laughs> is a she viper gabe
3: a she viper is medusa it's a half woman half serpent and the a lost serpent. goddess and it's a dark goddess and this is where i got to do a bunch of real quick like um disclaimers you know for anybody watching like uh i do i do a lot of targeting of the jesuits and I put them in the crosshairs uh, principally, you know, a lot of times, you know, I'll be pulling from Hebrew, I'll be pulling from uh, Latin, I'll be pulling from all these different languages. I'm not trying to put fingers on anybody. But if I got to call, if I got to call anybody out for being the designated bad guy of modern day cultures, it's the fucking Jesuits. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And those I mean, fools. Yeah,
2: no doubt, brother. I'm right there yeah. with you.
3: Yeah, and they have uh, they have dark allegiances to some underground uh, symbols and goddess figures, and that is the dark Ma. This is the dark goddess, and I'm not down. I'm not down with the dark goddess, and so people can get offended if they want. I'm not coming down on the divine feminine. It's
1: Lilith. It's Lilith. It's it's his wife. the 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 one that they were procreating again, bringing these beings of evil of lower vibrational into. The world and they were cut in half by the sword the sword symbolizing the monad right the 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 sword piercing the dragon right the monad the dragon being yourself right and fuck dude i wanted to touch on what you i don't mean to cut you (laughs) off but i want to touch on some shit before we got too far but Uh the whole right the occultic America has always been a place with religion deeply embedded in its persona. It's been well studied that our nation was des- designed by men of esoteric knowledge, highly educated in ancient customs and beliefs. Many would be shocked to learn that our yes. nation's capital was designed with esoteric archaeology in mind. We know this, right? If you look is uh, it at the Vatican, you have the where it looks like a, a slot for a key. Again, back to Abaddon, Megatron, right? The key to the bottomless pit. Right, yeah. we have the symbolism. The spark. Yes, we have the the symbolism of the phallic symbol, right? The dick, right? Mm-hmm. The, <laughs> gym, the, the 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 what the fuck's it called? The obelisk, right? Yeah, we have bro. the obelisk, and fuck, I wanted to, to when you showed that picture of the suit of armor with the two wheels on the side. Check this out, right?
2: Yeah, fully a transformer too. By the way, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah.
1: Transformer, right? Trans again. We have this transhumanism movement, transsexual movement. We have, and again, nothing a transsexual. I've had LGBTQ people on, whatever. I, I respect them. I love everybody the same. And uh, we have here the 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 number nine, right? Is is the inverted six, the number of limitation, which symbolizes man. Ooh, but yeah. besides mm-hmm. that, right? We have Dante's nine layers of hell, and uh, we uh, we have here. I, I wanted to touch on the the wheel. The wheel was regarded by the Mayans and Aztecs as a symbol of imperfection. They considered it a symbol of ill luck or evil. They declared that when the wheel came, civilization would die and yeah, and the not right the nine is related to man because it's nine twelfths of a circle, man being an incomplete wheel that is is not able to. Hold the load intended for that wheel. So we're this incomplete being. We're nine twelfths mm. of a circle. Nine months in the womb, right? We have where the the man is a creature that has fallen short. Uh, the nine mm-hmm. falling short of the ten being the sacred number for the Pythagoreans. Uh, the the circle where the incomplete being, the nine twelfths creature, requiring nine twelfths of the Saturn's, year to come to yeah. life. The embryo form makes up nine twelfths of a circle. The Greeks believe the human brain was nine twelfths of a circle. Like all this shit, bro. What the fuck?
3: <laughs> yeah, man. And, and you know, uh old Crowley, he had a big heart on for ninety-three.
1: 93.
3: And, that, and that's oh. the that's the uh uh will and love of uh Agap- Agape
2: manipulation.
3: Eros, Eros and Agape, I think. Really? Will and love. And they, uh, gamatrologically they're nine and three, but you're totally, you're right. Yeah. Well, uh, the triad is harmony,
1: great. right? The triad. But I, I don't like Alistair Crowley. I'm very prejudiced against his work because I think he was a piece yep. of shit human being. And he was just, I I, I get shit out for this all the time, but I, I feel he was a poser. He was just some rich mm-hmm. kid trying to dabble in the occult. And the stuff that he just wrote is just so grotesque and nasty. And I think he set us back from being able to Step yeah. up that next. You put level the cult in the cult. Yeah, yeah, for sure. yeah, for sure, for sure, but yeah, yeah I just need to get cult that in because like you that. just fucking blew my mind with that. And 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 again, that's why I watch so many movies because you start seeing all the symbolism, right? The 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 man in the metal suit, right? I love the Full Metal Alchemist, which is a super occultic show, but again, that Full Metal Alchemist, the Transformers, Full Metal. Right, the robots, mm-hmm. right, Auto- uh, automata, right. We have all these fucking different symbols that you can look Autonomy. into. right, bro? It's fucking wild, man. God.
3: Yeah, buddy. I I always like to point out that Kim of the Kim, alchemy. We all know that that means burnt, but you flip it and you get make. Mech, Ken, Mech, Ken. Mechanism. Me- oh, yes. oh, wow. Exactly.
2: Mechanism. One,
3: One so more thing. Word.
2: Mechanized.
3: Uh-huh. One more uh-huh. thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: We have Cartesian's <laughs> me- mechanistic universe, right? That's what uh, Isaac Newton was about. He They were about this unforeseen force in the universe. Mm. And Car- uh, uh, Rene Descartes proposed this idea that the universe is just some big cogs, right? Everything touches everything. And the mechanistic, look up Cartesian mechanistic yeah. universe theory. And one more thing before we move on, Gavin. I'm sorry, but I'm just—I'm like a fucking kid in a in a candy store right now with all this occult shit. And
3: <laughs> you
1: brought you you brought up the eight, right? Because it's the whole cancer thing, right? The, the 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 symbol of infinity. Check this out. The on the octad, we describe the octad as the first actual cube. Boom! Right there, and all the ways in which it is put together are excellent and equilibrated tunings. So again, yeah. that's, and I don't want to get more into that because okay. me and Romy are doing some shit on that. But wow. again, it's the first actual cube, the all spark, all this shit relates. Yeah. It's all fucking all goes full circle.
3: Nice.
2: That's D. And I, what I'm saying too, is like this, you know, uh, as we're breaking down the movies, the transformers and like the whole universe that, and you know, this is again i looked up the comic book of of when it came out came out in 1984 mm-hmm. there was only 80 episodes There were supposed to only be four right they made 80 comic books and they stopped at 1991 so they came out they printed the original comic book in 84 and then it, it stopped in 91 and which stan lee and all of that whole crew is like you know when we talk about uh predictive programming or revelation of the method it's it's a whole other level when you have it in the comic book realm as opposed to the Marvel movies coming out, right? You have like there's just multiple layers. Anyway, um what the fuck is there the what the pattern I'm noticing is it's, like what they're doing is they're for the people who can depict each number, they're they're doing like the six is is the seven, is the full of the seven with the one removed the to monad, yep. like create a magnetic yeah, exactly and mm-hmm. then what's now after that the chariot the four-eyed the infinity right. of the eight that's like the eight symbolism so mm-hmm. six seven eight and then you know you have the one Shiloh above his' like the one you know he's the one human that's chosen to put the shred back in the hole and uh it's just it's like it's just, it is so foggling and beautiful but uh it, they're just like like they're just lying out the numbers
3: right there.
2: It's yeah, it's so embedded. This is so beautiful. And I, I man, I you know, I just had to vent there. My teapot was balling a little bit. So thank you. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Advice. So What's you
3: say so you say Stan Lee wrote Transformers? I didn't know that. I mean it's in this it's
2: it's a Marvel, it's a Marvel comic book. It was in really? the Marvel realm. Is it really? Yeah, that's yeah well, that, absolutely absolutely.
3: So those years you listed they were at though, least introduced
2: into the Marvel universe.
3: That was a seven year span you listed. 84 mm-hmm. to 91, that's yeah. a seven year span. So yeah, I'm gonna do another I'm gonna try to do another share, see if this comes through.
1: Are you gonna, guys seeing I'm, me? I'm gonna try no, not yet, it hasn't come through. I'm gonna try and debunk you a little bit, uh 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 Romy to see if, if it was Stanley. Because I'd be interested to get into the character who actually did create uh the Transformers franchise. So transformers uh what would you call it transform i know that
2: at the bare minimum of my skimming through it i saw that you know there was doing spider-man and transformers crossover so they were introduced at least into the marvel realm i'm not sure if they were originally published on that um but i do know that they were at least doing crossovers with the amazing spider-man so you know i was trying to do i can't
1: see
3: it gabe no still no it's trippy this thing uh it's uh choosy let's see
2: but also the the comic either way did come out in 84 which is i mean you know obviously 1984 is fucking huge oh, which i shit. thought was crazy yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah 1948 yeah, right? was also a big year with austere yeah. that was the year in 1984
2: others. came out yeah. Yeah. 1984 exactly. was written in 1948. <laughs> right. And you do the you do the breakdown on the date. 1984 was written. Uh I can't remember. It makes 1984 in every way you flip it. It's like an anagram uh, uh, palindrome of numbers. Like nice. the day I think it came out on July 4th, 1984 or 1948. So it was like nine four one nine four eight. So is when George Orwell released the
1: Mar- Marvel Comics was hired by Hasbro to create the backstory. Editor in chief Jim Shooter wrote an overall story and gave the task of creating the characters to writer Dennis O'Neill. Unhappy with O'Neill's work, uh, the sh- uh, Shooter chose Bob Bundianski to create the character. So it was, a, it was a, a, a different people, and the guy who designed it was also a Japanese guy. So. Again, very interesting. Uh, I would love to dive into these guys too and see what the fuck they, they're all
2: about. Fuck yeah. You know, HP Vlaski said that, you know, any Western occultism is all t- stems back to the Asianic occultism mm-hmm. and like right. true the true occult everything occult goes back to the East. So it's like, you know, when you look at Japanese art and like all that and they're 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 not they have the real knowledge. They have the real mm-hmm. books, you know, like Oh man, so crazy! What are we doing here? We got something going on. What's up with the screen?
3: I guess it wasn't coming through. Uh, Well, I just like pointing out that, uh, like you guys are talking about, how meta everything becomes uh, when you know the fact and the fiction starts to interweave. uh, That is all very much quite by design. Um, And I got a graphic I want to bring forward, but you know, one thing I love to point out is that Jack Parsons, his birth name was Marvel. Uh-oh. What? <laughs> no. Marvel. Marvel Iron- Parsons. Marvel Ironside Parsons. That's his, what? that's his legit, his, his Ironside. Legit name. So Marvel is all an homage, throwing back to old Ironside Parsons. And uh, if I can get this, because I see it in so much, in so many movies. Let's see if this me. Well, th- yeah, they, I was going to, can you guys see that
1: no what, what, what did you do last time it's been it was coming up
2: when you were just uh
1: you know. i just
3: keep doing it over and over and eventually it seems to work <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, stream Streamyard from time to time has a, a a couple little buggy things yeah
3: well uh one thing i see in movies is they will you know they will shoot on real locations on site like they'll tell mm-hmm. you hey we're in Kansas city, whatever and the, tell you the actual location. And then they actually go there and they shoot in that location. And what they're doing is um, and uh, they're weaving the fiction in the nonfiction the reality. Uh, it, it's a, it's a stitch work. And so in mm-hmm. the transformers, you know, they are legitimately shooting on site at mm-hmm. the uh, launch pad of JPL. Wow. And there is a, there's like a water tower in the background and that has JPL on the water tower. They're actually there shooting the movie and then they CGI and fill in the blanks to do the rest of it. But, um, and a lot of people like, you know, you'll see this benign no parking sign behind somebody or uh, C134 and you're like, oh, what's that mean? And you like start digging in on some, you know, occult meaning behind it. But all of those little signs are just stitches of truth being woven into the fiction. And uh, that's quite a very uh, significant theme in, in uh, culture right now. And it goes back to the Smith-Mont Modernization Act. And the fact that they have not only made it legal, they have made it, they've incentivized uh, propagandizing the American consciousness yeah. Oh, well,
1: 100%. That's what I tell people. And they just go, ah, oh, you're just a conspiracy theorist. You know, you're just looking to, you're reaching, bro. You're reaching. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm not, dude. I just, this is there, right? Like I said, symbols are the language, of the soul. And if you're not awake enough to see it, maybe it's just, it's just a fucking movie to you. Great. Right. But to me, it's much deeper than that. And I do see the correlations between like the Gnostic Neo being the chosen one with Shia LaBeouf, right? Sam Witwicky, his grandpa before him was like some mm-hmm. fucking mm-hmm. famous. Explo- yep. There you go, there you go, Gabe. And well, you so know, exactly. You can zoom into so- it.
3: Okay, so here we are at the JPL launch site.
1: Wait, I think you're showing the wrong th- thing. Do
3: you get, can you guys see the missile getting launched?
1: I'm seeing a, a, a conversation yeah.
3: between you and Romeo. <laughs> Ah, that's
1: hilarious. you might have shared your wrong your wrong screen oh, there man.
3: oh that's too funny let's see share slides oh let's try oh no that's risky you got some one of my there, favorite
2: here? uh one of my favorite uh sign scenes <laughs> sign scenes in number uh I think it was number three it was like they were doing a fight scene in a in a street and this sign, it was a huge lit up vertical sign and it said strong. And uh, most times it would be blocked out and it would just say Tron in the oh. back. And then other times the S would be showing and it would be strong, Stron, S Tron.
0: And was uh-huh. like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, like yeah.
2: purposely, like every scene was laid out beautifully on in purpose. such a way that it's it on was, purpose. Like, yeah, exactly. exactly. Oh, 100%.
3: here. Okay. I think I figured it out
2: there you go hold on
3: now you're okay showing... Not... now we're now we're working it out okay is this good you're
1: showing us now
3: <laughs> oh damn it
1: fractalized yeah ah. how many screens you got
3: snow hold on let's see snowflake
1: if you open up the, the 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 tab i guess that you want to show us i think it'll it'll show up
3: that's not doing it. Man, why is this giving me?
1: If you have okay. multiple screens, you got to select the screen that you're, that you're showing. Cause I have five different screens and I have to select the one that I want to show or else it won't fucking work.
3: Slides. No, that's not what I want. Man. User friendly is a thing of the past. I tell you what. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't like
1: using zoom. I have trust issues with zoom cause it's, drop me out here and there as well but you know what i mean that's uh Hmm. the archons at work right now trying to suppress the material for the masses we're trying to wake you up through the fucking Ah, use of trans it sounds so dumb right transformers like oh oh, oh, oh. well it's
3: it's amazing that we did this on uh valentine's day which is uh hiding it's occulting lupercalia and the history of Valentine's Day is, uh, is incredibly significant to me. Um, St. Valentine was thrown in prison because he was doing weddings when the Romans were making it illegal for their soldiers to be uh, married. Mm-hmm. And the fact of the matter was once the Roman soldier, because it compromises the soldier for them to know what love is, and uh, ultimately, once soldiers get to a certain rank in the old Roman military, you know, they got that cult of Mithras going on, they got to give a pound of flesh. And for some of us, it's just a few ounces. Oh, but shit. Cut, <laughs> Shut the, the fuck they, up. They cut that shit off. It, it, with the Roman Mithra cult, you get to a certain rite of passage and you got to give it up what? completely. That's
2: Hermes. That's the androgyny. That's the, that's the trans- yeah, That's Baphomet, uh, sexual bro. transmutation. And yeah. so here, yeah, here that's it a Madison is. with masters.
3: Trans for Mars. Mars is Mars. the Mithra cult, they are worshiping Mithra, jumping over that bull. And uh, it's all in, it's amazing that we're doing this work right now. And then, uh, and then we got the Super Bowl just happened, which is all uh, hailing back to the worshiping of war. And yeah. the the Ram of Aries, battle. and guess who won the Super Bowl? It was the Rams. Oh. And guess what the ram horn is? The ram ram horn is the shofar that announces the initiation of battle. They had the great honking
1: and revelation. The great honking. Yes, is it you is just, it the
3: Ragnarok right now, Gabe? Is is this the Ragnarok? It's about to be, man. We had the honking. It's
2: been the fourth Ragnarok. What
3: yeah. the fuck? The shofar is also used to load the musket to put the all the gunpowder in the musket, jam it shut. <laughs> that is initiation. <laughs> That's the beginning. That's your warning sign. You see those muskets go up, you run for cover, y'all. Holy so everything about, A, dude. everything about the Rams winning and the great honking uh, is giving you all the warnings you could ask for. But if you don't have the occult eyes to see it, we're going to war, y'all. We're going to war.
2: Let me like, can I can I, can I dig you guys in on something? Uh just a thought thought process I've had for a little bit now. Um mm-hmm. everything's cylindrical, everything's cyclical. There's a wheel, it's always turning, you know, we're growing, we're shrinking, we're the same, we've never changed, we're always different, we're inverting, we're outverting, whatever the fuck we're doing. Um, but what if we're gonna recreate a cycle that we did that we can actually observe within our lifetime of the 1900s when you had the 1918 spanish flu outbreak and then we had a you know basically a hundred years later and then what happened right after that the fucking great depression and what do we have right now inflation and cryptocurrency and what happened right after great depression world war fucking one and then world war two. and so like when you say that there's a ram horn being blown because the, the bullets are getting loaded and i look at the timeline of what happened exactly hundred years ago if everything were to Follow the same exact model just to keep population in check and just to keep everything going and a growing and doing and a flowing, then mm-hmm. like yeah I think you're right dude I think there's, there's something there's a great awakening that great awakening. So
1: check this, I want to run this past you guys and I and I did a an episode on on this before right we have we mentioned the serpent earlier right we have the nagas right we have all this symbolism. The Mayans were copying, I believe it was either the Inca or the Aztecs, and the Mayan calendar ended in 2012, but the actual calendar they were copying ends in 2027. Now, check this out. There is, and I'm not saying it's the fucking end of the world, but I brought up Ragnarok, and it made me think of Jormungar, the the, the Midgard serpent of North mythology, right? And there is a meteor, an asteroid, that will be, quote, unquote, near Earth in the year 2029 and it's named after apophis which is again an egyptian serpent an egyptian <laughs> right the, uh, quetzalcoatl what was quetzalcoatl the feathered serpent what is yes, is dude, is does. the demiurge yaldabaoth he is the the lion headed serpent right we have this serpent mythology where right? we have sophia in the garden of eden with with the NASA cosmology Telling man to eat from the tree of knowledge, so he would understand that he was in a false reality created by the fucking demiurge. <laughs> God,
3: yeah, man.
2: We are we are weaving it tonight, my bruddles.
3: Yeah, apophis is a. That's a pretty scary one. Yeah,
1: and and why? And Gabe, why is? Check this out, bro. Why again? Symbols are the language of the soul. Why is Mickey Mouse's dog named Pluto after the fucking God of fucking death and war and all this shit?
3: Why? What? It, why? I, I got you. They're, the story behind the naming of Pluto has to be complete bullshit. So the group of scientists are all together at an astronomy uh, spot and they're all scratching their heads. You know, They know there's a thing. They don't know what to call it. They, I don't believe a word of this. But the story they tell us is they, uh, they decide that they're all going to go home and sleep on it. And they'll convene tomorrow. <laughs> they'll decide what to name it. The one guy goes to his daughter who happens to be studying Pluto in her mythology studies. And she says, let's name it Pluto. And he's like, oh, my God, from the mouths of babes. And he goes and he tells all the rest of the guys. And they're like, how did a child come up with that name? I, I'm sorry, it is too perfect. That child must be yeah. like a prophetess. I got to one have been so accurate Who is Mars. I got one more thing
1: for you, Gabe. Is Mickey
2: Mouse Mars?
1: I don't know if you knew this, but mm-hmm. did you know on the topic of Pluto that HP Lovecraft talked about a being or entity or something on the outer skirts of our solar system? Five years before Pluto was, I, I believe he did it in 1924, and it was discovered in 1929. And also, did you know that there is a feature <laughs> on Pluto named after Cthulhu from the Cthulhu mythos?
3: Jump yeah. Jehovah Fat. Goodness gracious.
1: Look that shit up. There's a feature on Pluto named after Cthulhu, the Great sleeping and really yeah you know what i mean this motherfucker Uh is there Mm -hmm. and there's a feature named after hp lovecraft's mythos
3: okay this is too well oh you know what i can maybe fill in some blanks here uh just last week i found out that uh alistair crowley in real time in 1907 was involved in a sex ritual in louisiana Something like well, something like that. uh, Some orgiastic bullshit. And he wrote in his journal that night, on the night of Halloween, going into November first. He writes in his journal to Tulu, T U T U L U, and then uh, nineteen years later, Lovecraft, in his fiction, he is writing about the very day in nineteen oh seven. About a bunch of sex called satanic dark characters <laughs> wow. bringing forth an entity, and that was when Lovecraft named it Cthulhu. And this gets real crazy because what happened on November first, the Las Vegas shooting.
1: Gabe, Gabe, you're making me Holy dig into shit. you're making yeah. me dig into my memory palace right now. Did you know? And I got a bunch <laughs> of shit for this on TikTok. I got I had the fandom come out. And it was like, no, this is not true. But did you know that the age of six or seven or eight, whatever, H.P. Lovecraft was obsessed with Arabian Nights. And he Ooh. took on a persona, Abdul Alhazred, which is this persona that he came up with, which was a Mohammedan. And he was this crazy, right? He had this, this alter ego now. We have we have Houdini as well, who was who had a I don't know the name, but he had a similar persona come to him in a dream as well, right? It supposedly this this name came to him in a dream. Now, H.P. Mm-hmm. Lovecraft was obsessed with collecting little Oriental uh, trinkets and pottery and shit. Now we know of the Jin, right? The Jin being a yeah. uh, mix between like an angel and a fucking demon, Genius. all put to, right, right. And the most famous djinn that we know about is the genie in the bottle. Now hear me out. What if, what if the djinn, not saying that Cthulhu is a Jinn, but if the Jinn was Cthulhu, he was the one that came forth to HP Lovecraft in his fucking dreams in order to manifest the reality of their mm-hmm. great old ones and the elder gods into existence because he is the one that presented the idea of cosmicism to anybody. He was the one that he was the pioneer of this shit. What if he was in touch with another worldly entity that came to him, such as Aleister Crowley and his, or Crowley, whatever, his fucking, what's the the lamb, right? The lamb, right? All this shit, bro. All this fucking shit.
3: Okay, I got all kinds of juice on that, man. And you just put, you're you're blowing my lid because for some reason, the uh, (sighs) The knights, yeah man. The knights of Arabia have been like floating around in the in the twilight language, and I've been pulling it in and writing it down and taking notes, but I don't know what I'm seeing until you just fucking said that that it comes from HP Love HP Lovecraft. So I got a lot to say. First of all, HP is a mantle. So HP HP Blavatsky, HP Lovecraft manly people just about
2: to ask about that harry potter harry potter yeah, exactly oh
3: no I mean, what there, what all, of these, all of these, these are high priests teams. they're priests yes. of the ephod all of these high, high
2: priest levatsky high priestess. Priest-
3: lovecraft what high priest fuck? yes so they're all high priests they're going to the high locations and pulling that down over information like moses yes okay so get ready y'all this is fucking crazy, and you're making it all make sense in the craziest way I'd ever imagined. Okay, so you got Joe Biden. Joe Biden. Kamala Harris. No. Yeah, get ready, y'all. Get ready. You take Joe Biden, you chop up the syllables. You take Kamala Harris, you chop up the syllables, and you get Joe Cam, which is Joaquin, the one pillar. Oh,
0: fuck.
3: By Harris. Joe Cam and By Harris. That's Joachim and Boaz. Oh, fuck. And guess what the leftover no. syllables that you didn't use. Guess oh. what they are? Aladdin. No. Aladdin. Oh, and my
2: God. Holy Arabian
3: it, Nights. And guess what? Aladdin's fucking secret hidden second alter identity. His daemon name is Obabwa. Obama, Iraq, bro. Barack Obabwa holy shit and how
2: in the actual fuck <laughs> is this, oh, this is... yeah y'all yeah
3: and then guess what uh guess what uh, uh aladdin is also a, a program it's a uh, like operation promise or software program aladdin is a corporate software well, agenda th-
1: th- th- my, my wife's uh time card system at her job is chronos like she was in a meeting one time and they're like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, we have to set up Kronos. And I, was, I looked at her I go, what the fuck did she just say? She, Kronos, our, our time our time thing. I was like, oh, yeah. my God, it goes back. But, but yeah, right, we have Goetia, Solomonic magic, where demons are able to give you certain different powers through cer- certain different rituals. That's what the Jinn are. He was giving because uh, H.P. Lovecraft, not to blow the lid on this because I'm doing a, a, an episode on this, but H.P. Lovecraft had remote viewing abilities. He was able to describe certain, right, Pluto, He was able to see Pluto (laughs) five years before it was there. He was able to describe certain places around the world without having actually been there because again, but he, if you, if you, if again, through all the, he, he wrote like 75,000 letters and through all the letters, he always said that he didn't have time for the occult and he was never, you know, dabbling and he didn't have enough money for it. But again, sometimes these entities (laughs) take over and and, yeah. and you know the, the driver is not pre- they're driving the car the guy might be driving but you know what I mean they're they, what would they say Jesus take the wheel maybe the fucking great old ones were taking the wheel on the car that you know what I mean it,
3: it uh, kind of looks like it so uh, the word I, Washington I, I, is I a phonetic an an- what's that
1: he's breaking up a little bit nothing oh,
2: nothing, nothing, nothing nothing
1: okay nothing. so
3: Washington is a phonetic anagram for uh, Chateau Gin Shadow Gin they are definitely working with some old dark gin energy in the
1: shadows they're in the fucking yeah. shadows yeah they're the they're the yeah. puppeteers and we're the fucking puppets yep. and we're just doing whatever the fuck <laughs> they want right
3: oh. yes so if you go back now that you know Shadow that obama Ob- yeah now that you know that obama is obabwa go back and rewatch the uh the disney uh aladdin movie and realize that oh, Obama's birth certificate is the magical lamp, and the the mm-hmm. genie that pops out mm-hmm. of it—that's Michelle. Oh, she's that's why girl. she's manly. That, that she's the yep, oh. she's the channeler. She's the the gender neutral bridge, and Jasmine is uh, American liberties. That's our fucking sovereignty right there,
1: and, and he and- was. Aladdin didn't reveal his real name. Cause demons don't tell you their real name. So you don't have power over them because it takes a demon to slay a demon. It takes a dragon to kill a dragon. So they're not going to fucking tell you what the real name is. So, yep. right. That's the whole Baphomet thing, right? Mahomet. Uh, he was a fucking prophet, right? That all that shit fucking, collect, you know,
3: connects bro. Oh, fuck, bro. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's pretty far out stuff. Uh, so i actually kind of walked away from baphomet i like i i figured out as much as i needed to figure out i could go for days on baphomet and i, I uh turns out i've, I've uh, equated baphomet to the uh to the 13th constellation of ophiuchus <laughs> uh, and it's it, just to be impeccable it's not the higher it's not t- a sign higher, it's higher. not one of the zodiac signs it's the 13th constellation the missing one right or the the, the omitted missing one, one. Yeah, and it's uh, jumping off of Scorpion's tail uh, and leaving the rest behind, uh, going to that center markation, the center point. Uh, And uh, I've also, you know, I did a. You probably, I guess, you said you heard me talking to Michael Wan. Yeah. And it turns out when you take the constellation of Ophiuchus and you lay it down on the Susquehanna, then one hand is pointing at the anthracite coal, and the other one's pointing at Herkimer diamonds. And that's the of regular. I want to
1: have you on to talk just about that. If you've come back, if you would come back on to talk All about right. Baphomet. Because I've talked to Alex Rivera, which was a co-author with Tracy Twineman. And oh, I had him nice. on one time and we talked about uh, Baphomet, the Temple Mystery Unknown. And that's always been nice. a topic of mine that uh, for some odd fucked up reason, I've always been gravitated towards it. Uh, regardless, uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, that, that, that enigma. And I would love yeah. to have you back on to talk about that.
2: because of past life goodness, bro.
3: Yeah, All right, man. So I'll connected, give you one more. Bro, you connected. One last jewel, and homie, you'll dig this. The So in the constellation, when you overlap it onto the territories, Baphomet uh, – excuse me, Ophiuchus, to be more accurate. Ophiuchus lands on the Georgia Guidestones.
1: Bruh. That wasn't by mistake. That's not by mistake. <laughs> Is it by his balls game? The Georgia Guidestones? Right.
3: Stones? Mm-hmm. Well, I got a <laughs> I got a I got some dark twilight language deciphering on that phrase, but I won't share it here. Well maybe behind the scenes I'll tell you guys what that translates to. Oh, so I had I, I got to decoding that to such a level that I had to like give it some space, mm-hmm, walk away. Me too. And I went to the opposite end of the constellations of the zodiac. And so right now I'm focusing on Perseus. Mm. And I've been on to Perseus for about a month or so, uh, maybe a little longer in deciphering his journey around the Zodiac. And I did like maybe a four part series, maybe five, uh, going with uh, Perseus's journey around the Zodiac where he decapitates Medusa, takes the head, and then returns back home, Mm -hmm. bringing it full circle on the the Zodiac wheel. And what's amazing to me is uh, Perseus is, just above the ram of aries of the season of aries it's like he's jumping over the back of the ram with that the head of medusa in his hand and uh ever since i started looking at that uh thing is it got strangely appropriate because the season is approaching that part of the of the zodiac we're coming into that turn of the year and so those aspects of the mythology have like really taking a life of their own and now I'm seeing you know the Rams just won that Super Bowl like I was saying the shofar the point of initiation for the pagan New year uh it's 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 hitting me pretty heavy so uh if you get a chance come check out my work I'm about to go in to the next level on Medusa yeah she's uh I'm pretty sure we're looking Medusa oh, nice yeah I think we're looking at uh the la Santa Muerta I think she's the dark patroness.
1: Yeah, 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 the with the Mexicans and Meso Mesoamericans right now, not
3: to You got it. Yep. And 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 I think all of, I think all of that hails back to um in uh insurance and death mortgage and trust law and the fact <laughs> that they can they can buy, sell and trade in your name in the number that you got 7 years after you're gone. And so all of that is, you know, it's okay for people, if it gives them comfort to have the dark saint in their life, that's fine. But I think ultimately, the spiritual implications of that are go to this corporation, this corporate reality that we live in. Corporate Oriole. Yeah, it's the root of the problem. And so I'm not dogging people's religion. I'm just saying that this is the foundation of what's under that Vatican.
1: I, th- I think I uh, think, Gabe. I think I think we've we've blown our loads a few times on this episode. <laughs> Let's save some in the fucking reservoir for next time. I want right. to thank uh, Roman for you know hitting you up last minute and putting this together because ah you just fucking blew my mind. And I'm ignorant when it comes to like the whole astrology and all this stuff and astral theology because I'm not. Uh, again i don't know and when i looked at your videos it was like hieroglyphs for me i'm like what the fuck is that like all this stuff and then I, saw, I was like oh man. then i clicked on that one I'm like okay and then that's how i came across your stuff and then with mark I, you came up in conversation there and i was like yeah i want to have him on one day and boom fucking this happens right here but
3: perfect
1: but yeah i would love to have you back on again and we could uh, uh, hey man
3: maybe... i go with the flow man yeah
1: bro we can fucking do this shit man. again
3: yeah, for sure, guys. This was great. And you know what? I'll get better at this uh, StreamYard stuff. And maybe I'll bring Because a lot of what I do is highly visual. Yeah, you can send so it to much. me
1: and I can put it up for you, whatever. You know what I mean?
3: Okay, we can do that next time. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I've got a lot to, uh, you know, MK Ultra is another thing that I got. So much to say that, uh, is kind of funny. Oh, cause, uh, <laughs> yeah. Cause a lot of people aren't making some of the connections that, uh, that we're putting together. A lot of this is weaving spiders big up to the fellas, you know, making these connections, but, uh, it helps to have those visual aids. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And I encourage the people at home listening to check it out. It'll be up on YouTube. And did you want to add anything else, Gabe and Roman, before we, uh, fucking blast off into this, 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 Uh, back into the the reality this is my sanctuary here and when i'm in the zone i get in the zone then when (laughs) i step out of my bubble i go back into the mundane universe did you want to add anything else guys uh plug your socials or any last concluding
2: ideas yeah man uh i mean i i love how this went this went the exact way that it should have went you know (laughs) um i mean i think that's because you know when we even considered to do Uh, let's let's also talk about the timing we were talking about timing earlier and just absolute divinity on the timing side um the fact that netflix released this movie that hadn't been released on it and it came to one's field at the time that it did to spawn exactly how the way it spawned. You know, it's like everything is fractalized, you know, it's absolutely beautiful. So goes the universe of the Transformers itself and just transformation and transmutation and transmeditation, just all the things like the everything um you know transmutilation to talk about transformars you know the everything like everything connects back into itself and so it's great to um just be alive in the moment and experiencing what we're experiencing and having no sign be too small nor too big you know it is the way it is and all these people will experience it the way they need to as will you and i all these things it's beautiful i love you guys dude very much this is fucking perfect way to spend a full moon as you can see in the camera it's still shining right above me i feel like i'm in egypt looking at it over the gosh (laughs) darn uh three perfect little uh things i see orion's bell i see it all man thank you guys so much rise from the ashes telegram podcast we're doing divine feminine this month so a bunch of awesome ladies telling their uh perspective on nice. being a creatrix and a manifestation Ooh. generation.
3: Nice. Uh, man. Oh man, <laughs> I'm gonna write that down. Thank you so much. I I love that you guys brought me on here. It was it was so synchronous that uh we did it exactly on this time, you know we so that we could all come and overfill our cups <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah i mean slick dissident that's my channel let's see where is it right there slick dissident uh come check me on youtube that's pretty much my jam and then i'm with the weaving spiders welcome on uh saturdays and uh wednesday nights we do a thing called flow state where we read and do art uh and also uh check me on uh the interverse podcast with chance carton and uh that's pretty much my jam
1: reply back to me with your links, Gabe, on that. You have my email and you were fucking amazing. Roman, you as well. Thank you for connecting me and Gabe as well. Cause like I said, I wanted to have you on and I guess I, I, I manifested it right. Like in the weirdest fucking way possible, like how Roman said, like I came across this movie. I'm like, you know, something to do with my son. I know he loves transformers. He thinks he's Optimus prime. So I was like, all right, let's do this. And I (laughs) sat there And my wife's looking at me like, are you into this? And I go, this is fucking mind blowing. This shit right here is mind blowing. And (laughs) I haven't seen any other breakdowns of like, you know, the symbolism in these movies. I looked for other podcasts to see if they talked about it. And I, and I didn't see, and it sounds right. sounds childish, but literally we took transformers into this crazy mythology and just intertwined it with uh, astral theology and all this crazy fucking tarot cards and all this stuff. And it, makes a lot of sense at least to me and i can't wait to put this episode out because it's gonna be fucking great and i'm gonna get some good clips and and pump the shit out of it so yeah thank you again Gabe, for coming send,
3: on, send me
2: man. send me a version too bro yeah i will send sure. me a version at mp3 so I, i'll post it on the feed as well awesome thank you guys
3: all right sweet brothers much love y'all <laughs>